Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're doing well, and thank you for joining us on a Saturday afternoon. My name is Ryan Coleman, along with my lovely co-host, April Coleman. Good afternoon, everyone. Everybody's having a good Saturday here. So busy week in real estate, a lot going on. Uh, had a great event last weekend. Had some really great people in our um, open home, open mm-hmm. house tour, kind of a luxury event. Had a good turnout. Um, some really meet, Had a chance to really meet some nice people. Yes, yes. We First did. responders had a chance to come out. Uh-huh. It was nice to give them some food, have some, spend some time with them. It was just really great events. If you guys missed it, you missed out. Yes, you did. It was band, really the band was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were great. Was they it were... Cindy in the Groove? Yes, Cindy in the Groove. She yes. was wonderful, and the band was great. Um, mm-hmm. Catering, food was really good. Yes, Got all occasions did. A bunch of leftovers yeah. to the uh, family, which was good. I know. <laughs> they enjoyed, the they enjoyed it, right? They enjoyed please. it. Yeah. Good. So what do we got going on today? What's the topic of our show today, April? Today we're just going to be discussing why you should never, ever, ever let a buyer take possession of your home before closing. That's, oh, that's a good one. one. Yeah. that's a Well, sometimes it happens, though, right? I mean, we do do that sometimes, and yes. it, it does happen. But we want to just kind of give you this show and kind of let you understand that there's some risk with that. Sometimes it's done, you know, we get away with it okay, but then uh, there are some nightmares. We're going to go over some nightmare stories, some of those ideas. Uh, So if you guys aren't familiar with what we're talking about or maybe haven't sold or purchased a whole lot of real estate, um, usually in the area when a home sells, as most clients talk about, say, when, how much time do I have to get out of the property? Right. So, you know, hey, Ryan, I'm closing on August 30th, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I've got 30 days to get out. I mean, this is, you know, unfortunately, we see we do the business all the time. So we got to get enwound or entwined with our business. So we think that everybody knows real estate. And that's why we got this show so we can keep you up to date. But no, I mean, that would really be the ideal situation. But most of the time, as I tell clients, it's when the buyers close and pay for the property, they usually want possession. They do. Yes. Now, on investment properties, things like that, you know, they're taking it subject to a lease, different things like that. So keep in mind, um, every scenario is different. Having a great agent in your corner is going to advise you what is the best method, but ultimately they're going to want you out that day. Yes. Now, that makes it tricky. As soon as everybody signs papers. Now, that makes it tricky, though. It does make it tricky. I think that's ever that is a lot of concern that we get, especially from someone who has never sold a home or they just haven't sold one in a really long time and they forget the process. And I think so. uh, you know one of the biggest things is some of our seniors, you know, bless them. Um, it's hard for them to move, and they have stuff from thirty, forty years. Yes, and you only have. I mean, I think a lot of people when they are waiting for the inspection. To be clear, that's probably a good sign that, like, hey, this is going to happen. But then your house sells really quick after that, and you only have a couple of weeks to get out. And so, you know, we, we say preparations, everything on the front end. And that's why we encourage listeners out there, if you're thinking about selling, mm-hmm. purchasing, doing both on the same day, 
it's a process, and that's why we just encourage you always to call us at the office. Let us come out and talk to you. First and foremost, have an agent in your corner that you trust that can guide you through this process. So, you know, the move is as big as it needs to be already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be it can just really be overwhelming. Yes. You know, and so having somebody that you can go to in your corner that you can trust that's been there and done that multiple times, I think, is the first starting point. And getting ahead before you want to put it on the market is key. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing where the values are, where the market's going. These things like arranging movers or little items around the house that need to be fixed that are going to pass the inspection. Maybe getting a pre-inspection is really important. Um, those things like that, and then talking about these items here. So it's not a surprise mm-hmm. because when the home comes on the market and does it, it goes in the first week, you're like shock and awe. I know. Like we, they want to move in 30, 45 days. And you're like, wait, what? And then I hear, I think a lot of people say, but I have a couple of weeks after closing to get out, right? <laughs> I like, know. No, you literally, and then I think a lot of people say, well, what am I supposed to do? A lot of people ask us that, bless them, and they're like, well, I mean, I don't understand. How how am I going to move out of my home and move into the home I'm purchasing? And I, I think, I think that, really you know, that, you know, of course, in any industry, we, we kind of think, um, you know, it's easy to say, well, you know, this trade can do X and this trade can do X and, you know, hey, I can do that. It's easy. But if anybody that does it and works with people, uh, we're just talking to Adam when we, we came in the station, and it's, you know, it's a people business. And mm-hmm. with the people, there's different personalities. There's all these different moving parts, right? right. And that's what makes it challenging. You know, you get uh, – you get uh, – a gentleman that's set in his ways and he's done it this way in certain time frames, you have to gently work around that scenario. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, mom is traumatic about moving and all of her stuff. And then you've got the buyers that are in a rush that they're transferred from Texas and they have to be here. Mm-hmm. And then you've got an agent on the other side that's push, 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 push. It can be stressful. Yes. And so I think probably where we really, I know we earn our money, um, but where we really earn your money, and I don't, I don't think they're seeing value um, in what we do. It's it's kind of keeping all the parties calm mm-hmm. with the same, accomplishing the same goal. Right. You know, um, I mean, the goal is the buyer wants to buy the home, the seller wants to sell. How are we going to do all that? How does it make sense? But make sure everybody's needs are taken care of and mm-hmm. kind of when there's push and need, we do a little light pushing. Right. And that's on both sides. And whether it's the buyer asking for too much or, you know, wanting everything uh, on a platter delivered to them, or the seller understanding that there is a certain compromise and a certain time frame that there's going to be some discomfort. There's going to be some, you know, saying no pain, no gain. You know, there's going to be some of that with a move. A move is a big experience. Me and April have done it. I've moved across state. I've moved multiple houses. I actually uh, said I would never move <laughs> ever again. And we actually didn't have to be out of our house in a certain time. <laughs> and it was horrible. There, there was no deadline. We still couldn't get it. Uh, was still challenging. I know. I know. You know, so we get it. And I think what we really try to say is the extra value with having that agent in your corner that's really working for you is going to make this easier. Mm-hmm. But as we tie into the show, sometimes for convenience factors, we come into, well, why don't we let the buyers, you know, move in or the sellers stay later? 
um, kind of a preoccupancy. Maybe I, maybe you're a seller that's really prepared, and they've already bought their home, already relocated, went to the condo, whatever, house is vacant. Yes. Now, I get this on a lot of homes, and I think you've that's seen it April one. as well. When the house is vacant, most of the buyers just think, well, it's vacant. I can just move in. Right. Why not get in early? Yeah. I mean, before all the papers. I mean, it's vacant. What's the big deal? I think that is the number one. If it's vacant, then it's an easy to go. And but. and that's what our show talks about is really why that is some danger in that, why we don't advocate for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, have we done it? Of course we have. Um, but we don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. And then so we're going to talk about some of those topics today that really, if you're going to do it, how you need to do it, if you can avoid it at all costs, we're going to try to tell you how to avoid it at all costs. Yes, definitely. Because as soon as you do it, Murphy's Law kicks in, right? And you Murphy you never done it. Yeah. So, so let's get into that, April. What do, you, what do you want to start off on on possession? And so basically the possession is we've got that empty house or we vacated. Let's use that as an example. Or the sellers move out early. Or they move out early and we're ready to go. And the buyers are being relocated. They, mm-hmm. They're over there at temporary housing and they don't want to pay rent. Right. Or they don't want to pay the high rent. Why move twice? April, you know, my client's an executive. You know, we put a deposit down. Why don't we just get them to move in early? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about and why you want to try to avoid that if you can. Yes. And I have a story to go with that. That we actually a- April loves stories. stories. You know I love stories. <laughs> <laughs> I might get in trouble here in the air, but. Uh, <laughs> he always does. It'd be after. I do. I always get in trouble. So. So this was um, this is one thing that we read up on. So the um, the buyers went ahead and gave a ten thousand dollar deposit to move in early, and they went ahead and took possession. And then they decided they didn't want to close for whatever reason it may be. And we can go over those million reasons why. Um, so the sellers they took a backup offer and they decided that the buyers were in breach of contract. They refused. This was in California. They took them to court and and court it said there was five years to wait for a docket. Five years. Yes, because they they took ten thousand dollars. They had to go to trial to get them out the house. To get them out of the house. What state was that? California. Oh well. There you go. There you go. And so this I think went on and on and on forever. So it's not only buyers but sellers both can be in trouble hey we're coming on a hard break here but we're going to start talk more about those topics here with real estate with ryan stay tuned guys Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Thank you guys for staying tuned. Again, I'm Ryan Coleman. If you're joining us with my lovely co-host April, and we were talking about not letting a buyer or seller take possession before closing and some of those tips and kind of horror stories. And April was touching on that before the break about somebody in California that did that and it took them five years to get them out. 
to just go to trial. Or just to go to trial. Yeah, I don't know what the end of the story was, but hmm. doesn't Doesn't sound, sound like good. a good one. No, no, it sounds pretty bad. But, you know, you think about it and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to get $10,000. And then if something happens, at least I have that money. And then look what happened. You had to drag them to trial. And then you had to wait five years just to get a date. And it mm. just turns into a mess. So the other one that I have, a second, <laughs> second scenario, this is even worse. So... The buyers and the seller came to an agreement that the buyer could paint the house before they moved in. So, of course, that has saved them plenty of time. They can get it painted, whatever they need to do. Well, the painters were going to come back and finish the next day, and they left their drop cloths all over the floor. And apparently, there was a floor furnace. Oh, boy. Automatically turned on and caught that on fire, and the whole house burned down. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I hope sure your insurance was up. You to better date. make sure that you have all your ducks in a row if you're going to mm. um, sign this agreement. And now, of course, these are the worst of the worst stories, but yeah, I, I think more practically, what we see, and April and I were chatting prior to going on the air, um, what we see is unfortunately when the buyers do the walkthrough, we do a final walkthrough, and they move in, Murphy happens, right? Mm-hmm. AC's working fine, nobody's living there. They move in, the AC goes kaput. Yep. They move in, what they saw in the home inspection, and this is what I've seen that really comes up. They do an inspection. They're fine with everything. They move in, and the buyer finds just numerous items. Or stuff that they just don't. Stuff they didn't see before, stuff that they didn't realize and the buyer holds the seller hostage mm-hmm. until they fix those things. Mm. Now, everybody says, well, can't you put in the agreement that says you're waiving your final inspection? Oh. You can. That still doesn't stop the buyer from being crazy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's reality. Uh, because they're moved in, you've got a legal agreement. You've got a rental agreement, mm-hmm. and now they're in your property. Right. Legally. So whether they have something in writing or not, mm-hmm. we still have that, that issue that could come up. Yes. So let's, let's talk about uh, if you're going to do it, and let's talk about some things to protect yourself. Yes. So the difference between a purchase agreement and we have like a standard rental form that mm-hmm. you know our, our association stuff offers in the state um, – Really, you need a purchase agreement, and then you need a lease, and they need to be treated separately. And the reason being that April talked about that transaction that took five years, if you read more into it, basically, because it was a purchase agreement and the client accepted Mm $10,000, they felt like it could go to trial. Now, I'm not giving you legal advice, but I, but that's his argument and what, how it read. Where if it was a lease on specific time, specific terms, mm-hmm. then you have evictions and rights under the lease as a landlord-tenant. Yes. Right. So you want to have a purchase agreement, but you want a separate lease. It can be month to month. Yes. No big deal. Month week to month. Week to week. I mean. Week okay. to week, day to day. I mean, it can yes. be any of that um, with a separate deposit for damages. Mm-hmm. Separate, you know, if I put five grand up for my deposit, I'm putting another 2500 or 3000 or 5000 for my rental deposit. Yes. Also, I think is something that people overlook. We talk about the fire and things like that. 
And those are the worst case scenarios. But the biggest thing is, let's say that there's a um, tree or something happens to the house and you've taken a homeowner policy and converted it now to a rental Mm -hmm. and you haven't notified your rental company. Mm. I mean, your, your insurer, right. They can cancel the claim because you're paying homeowner rates versus a tenant. And then there's not proper liability. So if somebody trips or falls, et cetera, um, very, very important. Just don't think about those things. So once you've got a lease, if you're going to do it, make sure you take pictures. It's called a mm-hmm. walkthrough before and after, and you document normal wear and tear, what everything looked like prior. Yes. And then when they leave, do an exit. Um, and usually that's a couple of days after they leave to get their deposit and everything back. Yes. So you have to treat them like tenants in your home. Now, there's one article that we got some information. They recommend getting a home protection plan um, to kind of help them. If that AC does go out mm-hmm. as soon as they may be. I'm going to tell you, I'm not a fan of uh, home warranty plans. Yeah. Now, I may, I may get some home warranty people not calling me anymore, but I'm not a fan of the plans. I, I don't think that they're effective. They've helped some people. I think it's 50 and 50. You know, how does an insurance plan for $400 assist, essentially pay thousands of dollars of claims? Right. Did they take their chances? Or? Well, I mean, you know, insurance companies don't lose money. No. Right. So if I'm paying $400, you know, like let's, let's face works. it, they don't want to pay. Maybe we should have somebody on that just. Maybe we should do and educate us, maybe see yeah. if we're missing anything. But I've heard several issues where, you know, let's just say for an example, if you converted to a rental or some different things, uh, there could be some issues there. So I don't mm-hmm. promote it. Um, it's not something that we can control uh, but it is an option if you want to do that. Right. And we've done them plenty of times, but it's not something that your reserves, your requirements, good security deposit, mm-hmm. having good vendors, having good contacts that are affordable pricing that can solve certain issues is key. Yes. You know, a warranty plan is only going to cover so much. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also think that um, you mentioned earlier about someone moving in and then them not finding anything wrong. Personal example, we did the same thing. We actually went through our house with a fine tooth comb and made sure everything was in working order, except apparently those few things that we found out when we moved in and you just cannot find everything in the house that's not in working order. And so even when we moved in, it was like, you know, the hot water wasn't getting hot enough or, you know, this faucet wasn't working really well or whatever it was. And so... It can happen, and it will happen as soon as you move somebody in. But, you know, we also had a couple of people that um, they've let them move their belongings into the garage. That's, that's a good option. I mean, you're not getting in the whole possession. We'll right. be accommodating. You're not moving in, but right. you're just putting your belongings in the garage only. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else in the house, but just in the garage. And keep in mind, guys, sometimes if you have to move twice or we're in a storage unit, um, we can help you accommodate that vendors to help make that move an easier process Mm -hmm. but uh, not only just for the buyer and the seller sometimes it's just not a good fit right so if you're going to do it let's do it right make sure you have your documentation where you need to be be very thorough on the front end Mm -hmm. have a separate lease have a deposit make sure you do your walkthrough in a final and um, make sure your insurance is corrected for those period of, of time yeah you got that right so I know we've been busy week, and before we kind of sh- cut short, um, we've got some congratulations to a lot of our clients that I think I uh, want to definitely get that out in the air. 
Yes, I don't know if I've really kept up with it here lately because it's been so crazy. But um, I want to say congratulations to a few people that we've sold over the last couple of weeks. And it is um, Riverport out in Pigeon Forge, the Maynards. Congratulations to them. The Bills, they um, sold their house on Valley View. Sierra sold their lot um, on Fredericksburg and Jackson um, Park. And then the LaCroix, we sold their house Sunset in Holston Hills. And the Hazens on Andalusian Way in the Polo Club. We got okay. that condo sold for them. They're a baby. They're a new baby that they had. I know. Um, I'm I know. excited for them. I know. And then Rose and Robert, we helped them sell their house on Wilkerson. And Miss McMahon, um, Colby Station Road in Farragut. Mr. Storm, we sold one of his lots in Avalon on Windswept. So. Mr. Storm is a repeat customer. Yes. He is well, our, he's, he's sweet, sweetheart. Uh, yes. So. And then um, congratulations to the Crofts. They bought their house on Jenkins Road. Um, I know they're really, really excited about that house. We have a couple that should be closing really soon, which is Bear Paul up in um, Sevierville. And then Walden in Harriman. They should be closing really soon. And then some new ones. Congratulations to Powder Mill. They yeah. just, I think that's Powder happening Mill. today. Yeah. They should be, um, we should be finalizing that and binding that today. Archer, um, Rockwell Farms, Hearthstone. Summit Lake and Whaley all have contracts and are pending. And then Brown Gap Road, we helped sell his. It's under contract, and then he bought one on Bays Mountain that he's under contract for that one. So we got we're busy, 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 and a lot of stuff going on. Real, real quick before I get out of here, Realtor.com, the housing market, the hottest markets in the area: mm-hmm. Midland, Texas, number one; Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, number two; uh, Boston, Cambridge, number three; Fort Wayne. Indiana, number four, Boise City, Idaho. California is not on the list. It's not number one anymore. Not even in the top five. (laughs) So that's what's going on in the news. Hey, we appreciate you staying with Real Estate with Ryan here on News Talk 98.7. Every Saturday, 5 o'clock, you can catch us here on the air. If you need a 693-SOLD, ryancoleman.org. Till next weekend, guys. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Every day. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan on Facebook and Twitter or his website at ryancoleman.org. Call Ryan anytime at 693-7653. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 5, only on News Talk 987 WOKI.